gentlemen. You know, I always like to take this opportunity to talk about myself. The man of the hour. And let me tell you something, Daddy. When you're the man, you make history every time you step foot in this ring. And that's the bottom line. That's the Sweet Wrestling Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 47 of the Two Sweet Wrestling Podcast. Look, this is going to be an all elite wrestling podcast, but first, I'd like to acknowledge the passing of Mean Gene Oakland. Look, Mean Gene Oakland is a staple of my childhood. Mean Gene Oakland was phenomenal at his job. He was like a staple of WWF and eventually became a staple of WCW as well. I have so many phenomenal moments of watching wrestling as a kid and Seeing Mean Gene Oakland backstage with some of the lo- biggest names in the history of wrestling. So, I'm putting together my final notes about All Elite Wrestling. Uh, I'm about to dish into all the news, all of the topics that I have. I have so many topics. And my last bit of notes, my last bit of topics, I see the news on Twitter that Mean Gene has passed away. And, like, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Because Mean Gene meant so much to the sport of professional wrestling. And he was just the staple of the announcing position. The backstage announcer position. He did such a phenomenal job at it. And it was tough to see that news. Because he's a part of so many great moments from my childhood. One in particular that it doesn't even have anything to do with WWF. WCW Bash at the Beach. When Hogan turned heel. Mean Gene Oakland was a part of that, uh, and he did such a phenomenal job that night, and just overall, I'm sad of passing me and Gene Oakland, rest in peace, me and Gene, uh, I hope uh, the best for his family, I pray for his family, uh, that they get through this well, and look, it's just tough, it's a tough time for the wrestling community, for anybody that grew up in the 90s, or toward the 80s as well, when me and Gene was in the business with WWF. Uh, it's just a tough time. It's just a tough time. Even if you didn't grow up with me and Gene, uh, you know the type of effect that he had on wrestling. So rest in peace, me and Gene Oakland. So I'm going to try to make this tough turn here. We're going to talk about all elite wrestling. And like, man, there are not many things that make me happy anymore in wrestling. There are not many things that take me back to my childhood in wrestling. There are not many things that make me get excited as a child anymore in wrestling. But this All Elite thing, this All Elite Wrestling thing, it got me excited like a kid again. So I'm going to start right from the top. I'm going to start with the uh, actual announcement. Uh, Look, I'm sitting around on Monday night and I'm so backed up. You know, it's the holidays. I got stuff I got to talk about in wrestling. Uh, I'm not even sure if I'm gonna. I'm not gonna get to Raw uh, this week. Uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna try to get to SmackDown, but we'll see about that. I just have so much to talk about. I got some. Uh, so many things. All Elite Wrestling. I got sports on my YouTube channel to talk about. 
And I got Impact Wrestling Homecoming. I got, I got to do a podcast on that as well. So a lot of things I got going on. But I'm sitting up on Monday night. And I see uh, Nick Jackson's tweet. It was, it was either Nick Jackson or Matt Jackson of the Young Bucks. And they said that they was going to have a big announcement at 12 Pacific. And I'm like, man. That's 2 o'clock in the morning my time. Here in Louisiana. And I'm like, man, I got to stay up all the way for this. And... I stay up for this. I'm clawing and scratching just to stay up. And I watched the video and I just flipped out. And like it was a collective. If you didn't stay up for that time, the only word that I can describe, they used to use this word back in the 90s. They don't use it anymore for whatever reason. It was just pandemonium. People just flipping out left and right over that announcement. And I was one of them. And I was so caught up in the hysteria that I was just waiting for the next thing to break. I couldn't even sleep for goodness sakes. I was sitting up in my bed. It's like 3 o'clock in the morning by now. You know, about that time I finally go to sleep. And I'm like, man, I just cannot sleep. I'm so excited. I'm waiting for the next thing to break about All Elite Wrestling. I'm so excited about All Elite Wrestling that I want to see the next thing to break. So, some things did break, and as we get into the news, we're going to get into the fun stuff, but as we get into the news here, we have so many reports, uh, so many conflicting reports, to be honest, uh, we had a report that said that, from Dave Meltzer, that said that TV execs were very interested in All Elite, they saw the success of All In, and they recognized the success of being the elite from the Young Bucks. And it attracted some TV uh, producers as well. Uh, as for that report, we'll see how that turns out. Mike Johnson said that Tony Khan and company are focused on the Tuesday night time slot. And he wants a show to slide into that slot that SmackDown is going to open up after they move to Fox on Fridays. Saying that... Wrestling, uh, wrestling fans are used to that time slot with wrestling so that report came out another report came out saying that All Elite Wrestling will actually follow the NWA model of growing online before coming before looking at a TV deal and another report came out that the All Elite Wrestling New Japan working relationship, that's up in the air. We don't know what's going to happen there. And that Chris Jericho is on the radar for All Elite Wrestling. So we had a lot of reports come out. The And i like to address a few before we get into the extra fun stuff. The fun stuff, I'm going to get into that. All Elite Wrestling, New Japan working relationship. Um, That's very interesting. Obviously, Kenny Omega... Is in New Japan. We don't know what Kenny Omega is going to do as well. Is he going to stay in New Japan? Is he going to go to All Elite Wrestling? I have a very tough time thinking that he's going to jump from New Japan Wrestling. He's like one of the staples of that company. So I have a tough time thinking that he's going to jump. We'll see on that. We'll see on the working relationship. Uh, On the Chris Jericho side of things. Man, this guy, Chris Jericho, has just aged so gracefully. And he's such a commodity in the sport of professional wrestling. And he would be a huge name to get for All Elite Wrestling. And I think they recognize that. Everybody recognizes that. The whole world recognizes that, to be honest. So, he's a great name to get. 
uh, the TV deal. We'll see what happens there. Uh, obviously, an official deal is not out yet. Uh, it's very interesting because you have to get a TV deal in the world of wrestling. It's not as much prevalent as it was, and I'm going to hop into that. It's not as much prevalent as it was in the 90s because we have all these online streaming uh, sites, YouTube, Twitch. Uh, the, the list goes on and on and on. I mean, MLW started on YouTube, and they're doing very well for themselves. Now they have a television deal with being uh, sports. So you can start there, theoretically, if all if all in wanted to, excuse me, if all elite wrestling wanted to start there. They also have this rally coming up Tuesday uh, at TIAA Bank Stadium. And it's going to be to get more information out about all elite wrestling. It's going to be uh, right next to SmackDown. They're having SmackDown uh, in Jacksonville that Tuesday. That's very interesting. I'm pretty sure... Young Bucks, Cody, they're going to do something to get something popping off uh, with with the location being in Jacksonville. So i like to see what happens there. So the news, that is news. Um, some more stuff. Ron Satan, Ron Satin said that uh, there were many WWE wrestlers. I'm going to hop into that. That's very look. That's looking closely at what All Elite Wrestling does. And the success of All Elite Wrestling seeing that as many of those wrestlers are frustrated creatively with where they are in WWE. And I can just name a bunch of them off the top of my head. But I'm going to keep this thing moving. I, another report from Ron Satin came out and said that Cody Rhodes will be a executive producer uh, for All Elite Wrestling. And that the Young Bucks would be the bookers. So that is very interesting in itself. Uh, obviously, you knew that Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks would be very hands-on. It's very interesting that the Young Bucks have the book because you know how sometimes when wrestlers, when active wrestlers get the book, it could be a strange, it could be a strange thing, it could be a tough thing, it could be an antsy thing. And I think the thing behind that, like it's not a Kevin Nash situation. I don't think the Young Bucks are going to get the book and be necessarily, I don't want to say selfish, I think they're going to look at the situation and they're going to do what's best for the company. So I have faith in them. I'm very comfortable with them having the book because I know those guys are going to do what's best for the success of their company. So moving on, we're going to jump into the fun stuff. Time to get to the fun stuff. I said that I talked about WWE wrestlers. Uh, looking at all elite wrestling and seeing, you know what? What's gonna go on there? How's it gonna shake out? So, in the midst of my chaos, um, what was that? Monday night or early Tuesday morning, I set out a Twitter question and it got quite the response. I said, leave a gif or gif or however they're pronouncing it these days. Leave a gif of a misused wrestler or wrestlers that you'd like to see jump to All Elite Wrestling. And I left the gif of the revival. Those guys are misused. I love to see them jump to All Elite Wrestling. And the gifs just rolled in at Gabrielle 0027. Left the gift of Apollo Crews. Another misused guy. He got an Intercontinental title shot on Monday Night Raw. So it is what it is. Ah, uh, that mirror sister I'm not going to try to pronounce that again I left the gif of Finn Balor he's been very underused apparently they're going to put a give him a big push depending on what reports you believe out there uh, at Carl Brody 1 left a gif of 
several ECW wrestlers. I thought that was funny as well. Like, get the old guys in there. At Renich 016 left the GIF of uh, Andretti Almas, another misused, underused guy. And just moving on here, Prince Paul left the GIF of AJ Styles. That would be very shocking if he left WWE. And I think, um, moving on here, the funniest GIF that I have on here is DaCosta3 left the GIF of Kevin Owens and, and Sami Zayn. And he left the gif of the hug me, hold me tight, <laughs> Kevin Owens moment that he had with Sami Zayn. I thought that was hilarious. And he also left the gift of Shinsuke Nakamura as well. So a lot of people, this created a lot of buzz online. And people are legitimately happy. And people are legitimately excited. And I love that about the wrestling business. I love that about wrestling fans. For as much as we bicker online, on Twitter, on social media... Whatever your medium of getting your wrestling out is on social media. We bicker so much. We're at each other's heads so much. We had a moment that we were all happy uh, for Cody. We were all happy for each other. We were all excited for each other. And I so much cherish those moments in this era of social media bickering back and forth. So moving on here. Is All Elite Wrestling true competition to WWE? I seen that question posed and it was one that I said, you know what, I'm going to jump into that. At the moment right now, it is not true competition toward WWE. Look, WWE is a media conglomerate. They have been in this thing for years upon years upon years upon years upon years upon years. They have done phenomenal things They have turned into a global phenomenon. And at this moment, All Elite Wrestling has just been announced. We haven't even had a match yet. They don't even have a TV deal yet. So they're not true competition towards WWE. And what All Elite Wrestling needs to do is look upon history. WCW waited until they got into competing with WWE. They waited. If you look at recent history, TNA, Hulk Hogan... And now when going back to WCW, WCW took themselves down. They waited for a prime spot. They got Lex Luger to jump and everything was going well until they destroyed themselves. Um, TNA, when Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff came in, they did not wait. They jumped right in, foot first, and they wanted to just jump right in and go to Monday Night's Live. And it ended up being a horrible moment and it sunk. Uh, the Hogan and Eric Bischoff era in TNA. So what All Elite Wrestling needs to do, Cody Rhodes and Young Bucks, they need to look back on history. What they need to do is be the best All Elite Wrestling that they can be. They need to be the best version of themselves that they can be. Don't worry about competing with WWE. Be the best version of yourselves and everything else will take care of itself. Be the best version of yourselves. And yeah, everything will take care of itself. And look, you're going to have people that support you. Just be the best version of yourselves. Uh, moving on here. They have a billionaire owner, Tony Khan. He's a co-owner and the son of the Jacksonville Jaguars owner. And I just read that the cons are worth $6.8 billion with the B dollars. So they actually have their Ted Turner. 
they have the Ted Turner. If you, if I don't know how long many of you have been watching wrestling, but if you go back to wrestling in the 90s, you know about Ted Turner. Ted Turner was the backer of WCW. He put in all the money that Eric Bischoff spent. And he was arguably the biggest reason why WCW got to where it got to. Because without his money, he couldn't bring in Hulk Hogan. Without his money, you can't bring in Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. So All Elite Wrestling is starting on a foot forward. They have a billionaire backer. And at this point, what it takes is that that billionaire backer has to put up the money. Tony Khan, look, you got to put money to make money. You got to put up money to make money. And that's what it is. I hope he sees it that way. Because if he doesn't see it any other way, this thing is not going to work out. If the billionaire owner doesn't put up the money, then you're sunk. So I hope he puts up the money. Obviously, if he's going this far... He has an investment that he wants to see work. So I would like to think that he's going to put his first, his best foot forward and try to put up everything that he can to make this successful. So moving on. Look, they have to land a TV deal. They don't necessarily have to land a TV deal now. They could go the slow route and go the YouTube way. And it's just a company starting up yesterday. Now, the rumors have been out there, obviously, for months. But they just started up this thing yesterday. They can start slow. They have the advantage of starting slow. Like a Ring of Honor or an Impact Wrestling, they can't go back to just YouTube, honestly. And But they have the advantage of saying, we're just starting this thing up right now. So they can start slow. They can start on YouTube. They can uh, start this thing very slowly. They don't have to get a TV deal. Rush into any type of TV deal right now. Moving on. People with cold water in your hands. Look, you don't have to throw it every time. And what do I mean by this? With all in. The first thing people said. Oh man, they're not going to fill all those seats. They're not going to fill the arena that they're trying to fill. It's impossible. It's just Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. Look, you really expect them to fill that arena and bam, they filled it in like 30 seconds. So I got people right here with All Elite Wrestling saying, you mean to tell me that guys that have never ran a wrestling promotion, guys that have never booked before, are going to book this? Oh, they're not going to be anything. They're not going to get to this promotion. They're not going to get to that promotion. Why do we have to do that? Like we as fans, the majority, the greater majority was very excited for this. Look, we understand that the Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks uh, have never done this before. We get it. But, uh, you, you, but at the same time, you don't have to throw cold water on the situation. Let people be excited for once. We are very excited and united. A united front, we're very excited. We want this thing to work. So we understand the situation. We understand that it's a long road ahead before we can consider this thing a success. But at the same time, we can be excited about it as well. Let people be excited for once without throwing cold water on the situation for once. So moving on. Look, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks, they don't have experience. Uh, they don't have years of being a media conglomerate. But what they do have is momentum. What they do have is the cool factor. Everybody wants to be, wants to watch Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. 
they have momentum from all in. These guys have gotten over successfully, greatly in New Japan, in Ring of Honor. Wherever they go, they're over and the crowd is chanting, the elite, the, the elite. These guys are over greatly. Thanks for the super heart, by the way. I'm watching on Periscope. Get the Tables Podcast. Check out Get the Tables Podcast as well. They do a phenomenal job. I check it out every Wednesday. It's a phenomenal. Every Wednesday, every Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Check it out. But everybody knows about All In. That's why it sold out so fast. The Internet Wrestling Community, Twitter, Facebook, social media, Snapchat, that has become the majority fan. So everybody knows about Cody Rose. Everybody knows about the Young Bucks. And they have all the momentum in the world. There are many factors that you can look at and you can say, man, this thing should work because of this reason, because of that reason. And they have all of those reasons. They are very cool. At the end of the day, we should be hoping that this comes out as a success, a rousing success, because WWE needs to be pushed. WWE, for whatever reason, they don't want to get off of their tails and do anything until something bad happens to them. The rating sunk to record lows week after week after week. And then all of a sudden, all the McMahons get into the ring. We know we haven't been doing a great job for you guys. And I know that's a horrible Stephanie McMahon impersonation. But whatever, it is what it is. That's beside the point. They don't want to do something until something bad happens. So you know what? I hope this thing really comes out. And really turns out well over the course of a year, over the course of many years. I hope it's a rousing success. And I hope it pushes WWE like WCW eventually pushed WWE because that turned out good for everybody. WWE actually got up their butts and did something for once when WCW pushed them. And for the final topic of the day, look, this announcement. It almost brought tears to my eyes. You know why? Not necessarily tears for me, but tears for the kids of today. Like I always said, if I had one wrestling wish, I would take a time machine and set the kids, however many kids of today, of wrestling today, and bring them back to the 90s and let them see what wrestling was like, how cool wrestling was, how big wrestling was, how... Big, uh, bigger that wrestling was bigger than football. Wrestling was bigger than Michael Jordan and the Bulls. It was bigger than sports. It was the biggest sport in America. I would love to take them back to see, to let them see how big wrestling was. Look, I am at the point to where I always think that these, the kids of wrestling today will never know how great wrestling can truly be unless wrestling becomes a phenomenon, a big thing like it was in the 90s. I don't see that happening or unless we get a company that can become WCW and WCW in the fact that they become a legitimate number two pushing WWE into becoming the number one company into in, in the world. And I didn't believe that could happen either unless some billionaire came out of nowhere and just funded a wrestling company. And now we have a billionaire owner like Ted Turner coming strictly out of nowhere to fund a wrestling company that's just getting started up I believe we have a legitimate chance here and at the end of the day we need to hope that this works because kids will see just get a small taste of what the wars were like 
if this turns into a huge thing. They'll get the taste of seeing wrestlers jump into, and I'm seeing right here on Periscope, New Japan is number one. Uh, New Japan is number one from a ring standpoint, but from a global standpoint, WWE is number one. Over, from an overall standpoint, WWE is number one. I enjoy New Japan. I'm going to be wrestling, watching Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom live, by the way. And from a ring work standpoint, yes, you can say that New Japan is number one. But I mean from like a standpoint of I need somebody to become a media conglomerate in the United States and push WWE to the point of, man, those guys are threatening us. And I really hope that All Elite Wrestling is that company to do that to WWE. And look, I hope that that's the case because I want kids to have these moments that I had in the 90s to where Scott Hall disappeared up on Monday Night Nitro out of nowhere. And it's like, whoa, what's he doing here? And then the next next weeks after that, Kevin Nash appeared out of nowhere on Monday Night Nitro or in the beginning of WCW Nitro where Lex Luger kind of appeared on the first WWE Nitro I think that would be phenomenal I want these kids to have those moments to where if All Elite Wrestling becomes a huge thing Finn Balor defects out of nowhere and just pops up on All Elite Wrestling it's like whoa or the ultimate dream and I'm not even that big of a fan of this guy if CM Punk appears on All Elite Wrestling out of nowhere on one of their TV shows and everybody just flips out. I want these moments for these kids. I want them to feel what it was like when these moments happened. So I'm hoping for the best for All Elite Wrestling. And look, it just got me legitimately excited like a kid again. And I just cannot count the, the times where wrestling gets me excited like that. And it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. It's not the greatest thing of all time. Not the greatest time of all time. I believe that when you had WWF, WCW, ECW going, that was the greatest time for me. But it's a great time. You got various options. You got New Japan Pro Wrestling. That's phenomenal. You should check out Wrestle Kingdom uh, 13. That's coming up Friday morning. Uh, you, uh, you got Impact Wrestling. That's doing phenomenal right now they're on a phenomenal roll they just had one of the best years of company history you got lucha underground you got ring of honor you got mlw you got many companies under that that are doing phenomenally well and it is just a phenomenal time to be a wrestling fan and i look at this all elite wrestling thing and i'm like man i just hope it, it i hope it goes the way that we want it to go i hope it's a phenomenal thing and I just hope it, it, it just goes greatly and I'm very much looking forward to it and I just want it to go greatly. Look, if you have any thoughts on All Elite Wrestling, let me know whether it be on Periscope, whether it be at OMG Corey B or at Too Sweet Pod on Twitter. I'm on Periscope at Too Sweet Pod as well on YouTube. You Let me know as well, youtube.com slash C slash OMG Corey B. You can find me on YouTube at OMG Corey B. Let me know in the YouTube comments what you think. Feel free to, to subscribe to YouTube as well. And feel free to just hit me up on Twitter. I like conversing with wrestling fans. At OMG Corey B or at 2 Sweet P O D. 
Let me know all of your thoughts. I will converse back with you. I'll follow back as well. Let me know your thoughts on that as well. I will be coming back with another podcast tomorrow. Uh, I will be talking about Impact Wrestling Homecoming. So stay tuned for that. I have more wrestling to get out of the way as well. I am.